Hello, everyone. So we wanted to start something different this season, uh, something a little bit uh, maybe not the norm, you know, with the regular episodes and our guests. Uh, this is actually going to kind of start to fruition to be small, little 5, 10, 15 minute segments, um, and then we're going to get them a little bit larger. We're going to offer to the patrons first, and then we'll throw out for uh, regular mass consumption uh, maybe a few weeks down the road or if we have a break in the week or we can't get any recordings out, whatever have you. But these are just fun things. And, and what I think we're going to call these are going to be SU oddities, uh, just little tales and tidbits and things like that that we find, you know, when we uh, we read or we research for an episode or news or whatever have you. And we're just going to throw it out to everybody. And on this one, I actually got a present for Christmas. This is where some of those things are going to come from. But again, um, nothing major. Just quick little tidbits and some fun facts to throw out there. So if you guys are ready, stand by. Here we go. So we're going to start with the topic of ghosts. And a lot of these are going to be in reference to that. I actually got a really cool little uh, calendar thing for Christmas uh, that every day there's a new story, new tale, and some quick little trivia and quizzes. And so, you know, we figured we throw it out to you guys and um, see if you can't grab onto them. So, first of all, we're going to cover uh, some other words for ghosts. Of course, we know what that is, being Americans, and it's somewhat of an English-American term. Um, but what do they call them in other countries? And so, it's kind of curious, because I've heard this term uh, often, and I've honestly never put two and two together that it is a Spanish uh, origination. Um, their term for ghosts is phantasma. Uh, in Japan, their term for ghosts is yuderei. Uh Norwegian, their term is spokelsa. Uh, in Hindi, even they have their own little offshoot called a boot, um, and not B-O-O-T, but there's an H in there, so B-H-O-O-T. Uh, and then lastly, in Arabic, uh, they tend to call their spirits or their ghosts that they see uh, Shaba. So just some interesting tidbits about ghosts in general. And we are going to roll in into a couple small little stories. Um, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy these. When the lights went down at the 1982 Manila International Film Festival, the attendees did not know who might have been lurking in the dark with them. That's because the new Manila Film Center had been recklessly constructed. This resulted in tragedy. On November 17, 1981, scaffolding on upper floor of the building collapsed. Some workers were impaled on steel bars, and more than 100 fell into quick-drying cement below. Accounts differ about what happened next because the government ordered a media blackout, of course, uh, what is clear is that the construction resumed almost immediately. Half-buried men who could not be rescued were cut into pieces and removed from the dry cement, which was covered over by a new layer. The festival went on as planned, with guests unaware of the corpses just below their feet. Locals believe that the center is cursed, haunted by the men who were buried alive. Many rituals have been performed at the site to cleanse it of hauntings, but the spirits, the spirits are stubborn, and uh, there have been many, many sightings. I actually looked into the story um, right after the opening of different uh, ghost shadow people, silhouettes behind the curtains. Um, I, I can't even imagine, especially uh, cutting the bodies up and pouring new cement over. Um, this has happened a lot in history, but... Uh, yeah, pretty surreal. So that is the Manila Film Festival. If you guys ever visit the Philippines and want to take on a show, you might think twice about it. 
Hope and the Gold Thief Ghost. Born in 1591, Donna Olympia Pompeius was ambitious, wealthy, and brilliant woman once rumored to be the power behind the papal throne. She used connections and bribery to have her brother-in-law, an unambitious monsignor named Pope Innocent X, in 1644. Her machinations were so obvious that after the conclave, one of the cardinals declared, quote, Gentlemen, we have just elected a female pope. And they were almost right, as the Pope did not make a move without consulting his sister-in-law, who scandalized the church with overt politicking, feminist attitudes, and brazen theft of Vatican gold. When the Pope died in 1655, the Papessa fled Rome in a black carriage. She died with the plague two years later. Today, Romans say you can see her ghost crossing the Sister Bridge in a black carriage every January 7th, the anniversary of Pope Innocent X's death. Some say she was damned for refusing to pay for his funeral. So heads up if you're ever in that area. And uh, this wouldn't be the first time, nor I'm sure the last time, that uh, Vatican Gold was involved and people taking what they want from it. The Ghost of a Flea. This miniature, uh, roughly about eight and a half by six and a third inches, yet terrifying painting, apparently depicts the ghost of a flea holding a cup for blood drinking. Why would William Blake paint such a thing? According to his friend John Varley, who wrote about Blake in Treaties on Zodiacal Physiognomy, uh, Blake had a vision of his bestial and ravenous flea ghost. As he tried to capture its likeness, it revealed to him that all fleas are inhabited by the souls of bloodthirsty men who have died. And if you've never pictured this, and actually the name of the painting is The Ghost of a Flea, and it is by William Blake, uh, circa 1819 to 1820. Um, I never knew this is what it uh, represented, but uh, look it up. It is very (laughs) blood curdling, to say the least. The Lady in White. So a lot of you may have heard this story, and I've heard different variations of this for sure. Um, I think this is one of the most solid ones that I've heard. Uh, Of course, you know, as I said, there's different variances of it. uh, But this is something I think in folklore that, uh, you know, we have a lot of ladies in whites, let's just say. But this one's interesting. Some first dates lead to true love, they say. This one ends at the grave. Different versions of this story have been told by locals in Buenos Aires, Argentina, for decades though many details remain the same. Luz Maria, age 15, died of leukemia in 1925. She was buried at the Rasekoa Cemetery. Uh, The story goes that one evening a young man met a beautiful girl in a white dress outside the cemetery and invited her for coffee. During the date, the girl became very cold, so he put his jacket around her. At one point, she spilled coffee on his jacket. Here is where the stories diverge a bit. In some telling, she flees from the coffee shop and he follows her to the cemetery and sees her disappear among the tombs. In other accounts, they part ways amicably, uh, hoping to see each other again. In that version, when he visits her home the next day to retrieve his jacket, her mother tells him that her daughter has been dead for a long time. In every other version of the story, the young man eventually finds his stained jacket draped over the tomb of Liz Maria. Quick question here, I guess, would be, wow, she already gave him his address? Um... I don't know. Quick move on the first day for sure. All right. So we're going to finalize with a couple quotes. Uh, Very interesting here. 
I like to say I believe in ghosts, so I don't get haunted by one, which is something that um, <laughs> my dad believed, actually. And that's a quote by Ella Henderson. Another quick quote, um, it's easier to dismiss ghosts in the daylight. And that's from Patricia Briggs, uh, who wrote the book Dragon Bones. And lastly, quick ghost quiz. Uh, take this and see if you guys are right. I will follow up at a later episode to see. But what was the name of the captain of the famous ghost ship, the Flying Dutchman, who tried to navigate around Cape Horn in a storm, resulting in the death of everyone on board? Again, what was the name of the captain of the famous ghost ship, the Flying Dutchman, who tried to navigate around Cape Horn in a storm, resulting in the death of everyone on board? Was it A, John Rackham, B, Francis Drake, C, Hendrik von der Decken, or D, Captain Underpants. I'm going to say D, and we will follow up with this at a later time. So, folks, guess that. And so we can come up with, again, these are just quick little tidbits, something nice to throw out there. No, we'll try to get these out yeah, maybe a couple of months. Um, nice and easy listening. Uh, let us know what you think, and uh, stand by for other tidbits and weird, fascinating history on these SU oddities. Close the gates.